Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's BK and Ferrario on 101 ESPN. Always happy to go out to Jupiter via the Brown and Crippen Celebrity Line to be joined by the Cardinals broadcaster Danny Mack here on the show. Dan, yesterday as we got the news that the Cardinals had signed uh, Albert Pujols, I was going back through, of course, and listening back to some of the calls over the years from him here in St. Louis. It's just going to be so awesome to be able to hear you call another big moment for Albert. What's that like for you to know this season? You're probably going to be the last one that calls an Albert Pujols home run. What's that like for you? I'm excited. I, I, I mean, the fan in me is is excited um, from a baseball perspective. I think it is a good move for the club. And uh, so to answer your question on a personal level, I, I'm, I'm fired up. I think it's going to be great to see him um, have the chance to call his first hit. And I'd love to call number 700 if we get there. He's 21 away. So that would be just a ridiculous milestone. Um, I was looking yesterday, guys. He's really close on a lot of other Cardinal milestones. If you start digging through, which I did uh, after the game last night, you know, just some of the things that he's still in like the top two of or the top five of. So um, it's going to be a fun year at the ballpark. And I, I realize some fans may say, well, you know, they're bringing these guys back and, you know, maybe they needed to invest in more pitching or whatever. And I, I understand that. We'll see how it all plays out. But uh, the fan in me is is fired up. I think it's going to be neat. And I can tell you, being at the ballpark yesterday, the fans, uh, they they were fired up, man. They they were loving it. It was a, a really neat, neat day at the ballpark. Dan, one of the things that was tough over the last couple of years was being able to get a vibe of the clubhouse, the guys, the management staff, all of that, because it, you couldn't really talk to them the same way in person. You're down there right now. You're able to be around the team a little bit more now than you were previously. Oh, yeah, for what, sure. What's the vibe around this club? A, just with the Albert Pujols signing, but also, I mean, there's been a lot of transition over the last six months for the Cardinals with the new manager, new coaching staff, Skip Schumacher now involved, got some new players around what what's the vibe of this team as we get towards the end of spring training here I, I would say that if Ali would have stepped into this situation with the shortened spring training and was unfamiliar with the organization and certainly the players that he's going to manage this would be a very tough spot to be in um, but he's not and so the transition to Ali to be quite honest has been seamless. It's been easy because he knows these guys. He's been their bench coach or he had them in the minor leagues. Uh, same thing with Skip. You know, Skip is not unfamiliar with many of the guys that are here. 
And baseball, generally speaking, just as an industry, is a pretty tight-knit group. So um, for Skip, he knew some of these guys, obviously had a familiarity with the organization, and the people that are involved in the organization from the front office level are still here from when Skip uh, had left as a player. So I think that transition has been very, very easy for him. And I can tell you this, going back to Pujols, um, I talked to Skip after the game yesterday, and I said, man, he, he looks in really good shape. That's, that's the one thing that I noticed immediately, especially during his press conference. He didn't have like a jersey top on. He was just wearing like a workout shirt. So he really looks in good shape. And I, I wasn't sure that we'd see that, seeing how he looked with the Dodgers at the end of last year. And Skip said he's in really good shape. And uh, he said, I just got out of the cage with him. So Albert actually worked out yesterday and went into the cage. And I said, well, how do you look? And all he said was, Dan, it was loud. And I said, oh, I said, so same old Albert. He's like, he was hitting rockets everywhere. And the impact that, by the way, he can make is that he and Yachty went and took some extra cage work after the game yesterday and just, you know, went to the, there's a cage outside the clubhouse and, and the guys go there. And I think there's probably like three or four different uh, places that you can go hit um, in terms of like lanes, you know, to go in, in the cage. And I guess some of the younger players had showered and were leaving. And then they realized that, oh, Albert and Yachty, they're, they're going back in the cage. So the guys then got out of their street clothes, got back into their baseball stuff and went and watched just because they wanted to go see Albert Pujols. And the other thing that stood out to me yesterday, and I know I'm going on different tangents here, but when he got introduced to come in and came down the right field line, it's not often that you see your current teammates giving you a standing ovation. And and some of these guys, I'm sure, had never even met him or been around him. And that's what happened. I mean, that's the presence that he commands in baseball. We're talking about one of the greatest hitters that's ever played this game and, uh, and, and has a chance to you know, finish it where it all began in St. Louis. So it's, it's going to be a really, really special season in that regard. Dan, that leads me to my next question. What do you think Albert's role is going to be? Uh, obviously, I don't know if a lot of people see him being an everyday player, possibly a DH, but do you think it goes beyond that as, as a DH for the Cardinals? I think it's a good question. Um, I was talking to Jim Edmonds about that. And I said, because I, I keep saying, you know what, if it's, if it le- if lefty's on a mound and you have a DH, a lefty starter, um, he's my DH that day. And then I probably would save him for late pinch hitting appearances with lefties in the, in the bullpen of the opposition um, because his numbers against lefties bear that out. And I think how the Dodgers used him last year, is that they got the most out of him, and it was primarily what he did against left-handed pitching. However, if there's other guys struggling in that DH role and there's a righty on the mound and Albert's looking good, I, I think you put him there. I, I think you try to keep him off his feet, so I, I don't see him playing much defensively. Maybe a start here or there at, you know, in the field. I, I, I don't think that's out of the question to get Goldie off his feet potentially. But uh, I, I think primarily you're looking at matchups against lefties and then see how he looks early on. And, and if he looks really good and you want to get a little bit more out of him to see how he goes against the righties, then you do it. But I think you have to be careful with his workload at his age, the mileage, that kind of thing, and, and try to save those bullets, so to speak, to make sure that he stays healthy throughout the year and you use him in the best position for him to have success.
Danny Mack is our guest here on 101 ESPN, Cardinals broadcaster for Valley Sports Midwest. Give him a follow on Twitter at Danny Mac TV. And also check out scoops with DannyMack.com. He's got great podcasts over there all the time. I love the Ben Fred Fridays in particular. Was listening uh, on Friday uh, to that one and got some insight on how the Cardinals are potentially going to plan uh, off days. That's where I found out um, the, what we talked about Friday, Alex. So uh, always check those out as well. Uh, Dan, I, I, I like getting your insight on the guys that you can see in person once you've been down there. Who's somebody that has surprised you with the way that they have performed this year? You can take this in any direction, whether it be young guys, older guys that maybe look better than expected. Who's somebody that's surprised you? I, you know, I've heard about these guys, uh, but I hadn't had the chance to see them in person. But there's two guys that that jump off the page for me, and one is Jake Walsh, who I think you know still has a shot to potentially make this team. I'm kind of doing some numbers crunching here and looking at how it would work with a 40 man, and he is on the 40 man roster, so that would be somebody that I would keep an eye on. Just really good stuff. I mean, we're, we're talking about a guy that's throwing triple digits. And he's and it's free and easy, and he's got a enormous breaking ball. Um, it's like wow, you know that when you see it in person, then you understand why um, they're excited about him. And he's had kind of a rough road in the in the minor leagues. So, I, if my memory is correct, but 2019 was kind of an injury plague season. Didn't pitch in 2020. Um, then converted from starter to reliever, and then had great success. So I've heard a lot about him. And he's a guy that has surprised me. And the other one, and I, I don't like using surprise. I just, maybe they caught my eyes, the best way to put it, because I've heard about him. And the other one is Andre Pallante, who's another right-hander, young guy that they've had in their minor leagues. And again, has just impressed in every facet that I've seen, even when they get hit. And Walsh had a, a time, I guess about a week ago, where he got hit a little bit, but still, this stuff plays it's major league stuff. And those are two guys that I think if they don't go North with the club, you know, when you have injuries or ineffectiveness with other guys, um, I, I think that's somebody to, to keep an eye on. And the other one is Verhagen um, impressed with what I've seen. And clearly he changed some things that he had to change to, to be successful at, at major league baseball when he went over and pitched in Japan and and seeing his stuff and kind of a funky delivery a little bit, it, it's good. And he's got a really good breaking ball. So those are the probably the three guys that have uh, really impressed me down here in this camp. Sticking on the theme of pitching, Dan, Connor Thomas has uh, surprised me. He's he stood out so far in, in what I've seen. It's been limited, to say the least. But he's he looks like a Cardinals pitcher. Uh, ground balls, not a whole lot of velocity. He's coming in right around 90 miles per hour. Do you think he's somebody we see this year? I think it's a guy that they keep an eye on because they have been under John Mosellock, uh, an organization that like, if you go back to always, I always look back at like the, the Carlos Martinez, Trevor Rosenthal early era when they came up and that's kind of the, the same trajectory that we're talking about with that young man and the others that I talked about where they figure out, okay, start a reliever. What do we got here? And sometimes it's when they come to the big leagues, they go straight to the bullpen, which is for me, I prefer that to see that. I think it's good that guys get their feet wet in the bullpen and then graduate to a rotation just to get used to major league baseball, the travel, the surroundings, all of it that comes with it, both on and off the field. So to answer your question, yes, I'd keep an eye on him. I'd keep an eye on those guys that we're talking about. Um, I think Liberator has had an okay camp. He's another one that I'd keep an eye on. I still am bullish on Johan Oviedo. 
his stuff plays. And, you know, the other day, it's, it's kind of like what we saw last year. He came in and he threw an inning and the inning was dominant and it was very, very good. And it was quick. It was efficient. And he was throwing strikes. And then somebody got on the next inning and you could see, then he started to pick. And the next thing that he's going to have to do is understand that his stuff is good and it plays in the zone and you have to throw strikes. And if we learn anything from last year, you got to throw strikes and you got to let them put a, put it in play, especially with the gold glovers you got behind you. And the other day they had a, and Ollie's been, you know, really rolling out pretty much many of the regulars every day. And there was a couple of plays made by Arenado, and you're just like, man, oh man, just let him hit it. You know, I mean, the guy is just ridiculous. Bader made a play that was really good in left center. The youngest had a very solid camp down here. Tommy Edmond is Tommy Edmond. He struggled at the plate, but I think he'll be fine. You got Goldie at first. I mean, so when you have these young guys, I'm sure the impression that they're trying to tell them for them to get to the next level, which is Major League Baseball, hey, look what you have behind you. But we also aren't going to put up with a lot of guys that are walking people. And if you can't throw strikes, you will not be here. So those are the things that uh, all these young guys need to realize as they get to a higher level, uh, higher level. Because when you do that, when you throw strikes, you're going to have a chance to play Major League Baseball with these guys. And the Cardinals are just looking for strike throwers. And, I mean, just look at the pattern that they did this offseason. Strike throwers, ground ball guys. So, if you can do that, you're going to have a chance to play for him. Dan, we've got just over a week away. I, I, I can't wait. This is awesome. Uh, it's so great to have you back. Uh, we'll talk with you again next week, my man, about, I would assume at that point, what we know about the 28-man roster that will be going yep. into opening day. Can't wait to talk to you about that, and we'll be breaking all of this down throughout the season. Appreciate it, as always, my man. You got it. Can you guys imagine what opening day is going to be like? Unreal. Holy cow. Unreal. It's going to be awesome. We're going to break that down with you next week because I, I can't wait to see what the ovation is going to look like for Albert, Wayno, Yachty. I mean, all of those guys, it, it's going to be unbelievable. By the way, I know you guys do a lot of your digging. Have, have you heard it is, whether or not Quintana will be the uh, opening day starter for the Pirates? He's their number one guy. It, it's hard to imagine. Dan, they're not competing for anything. Is there any way that the Cardinals can just put in a call and be like, hey, like this is this is the Your way season's this going is going to be work. awful. You're going to lose 100 games this year. Like, just put Quintana out there for us, please. Just get the lefty out there so there's no problems. We're going to put Albert out there. Let's have a little fun, right? We're in the entertainment business, guys. Come on. And, Dan, I like, let's be honest here. I, I don't know how many at-bats Albert's going to have against righties this year. Maybe it ends up being four the entire season. All four of those, if they put a right-hander out there, will take place on opening day. You're probably right. <laughs> Although, what would be really cool, though, too, is if it's not a lefty and he is not in the lineup, but can you imagine when he pops out of that dugout to go to the on-deck circle, the, the place is going to erupt. And so, you know, I did the McGuire era, man, and I'm telling you, it could be a non-competitive team, which the Cardinals had for a while with McGuire, and I know we got to go, but people stuck around at the ballpark to see his last at bat. So it could be an 8-1 game. It didn't matter. And people in the ninth inning were sticking around if he had a chance to hit one more time. And I think you may have that effect with Albert, too, if he's not in a game and he's got a chance to pinch hit, people are not going to leave. They're, they're going to say, I came here to watch this guy. I want to see him one more time. I'm going to stick around the ballpark. I mean, it's 
it's something to think about. Dan, they better take those last calls in for uh, hot dogs and beers to the ninth <laughs> inning then because people are going to be sticking around a while. Can you imagine no if question. Albert has an opening day or, or a home opener, I guess, as oh. it was last year, the way that Nolan Arenado did last Ooh, year? I just got goosebumps on that, that one. That place will come crumbling down yeah. with the way the Cardinals fans would react no, to that. No, it's sturdy. Well, it's not going anywhere. That's the other thing, too. Arenado has not had a true Cardinals opening day. Yeah. You know, that that's another part of this. And my understanding is is that Every one of the Red Jacket and Hall of Famers uh, is going to be in town. I think with the exception of, obviously, Tony. He'll be in a dugout somewhere. <laughs> and uh, I, they're, they're working on Joe Torre. I don't know if he had a commitment with maybe the Yankees or something else, but they're trying to get him in. But other than that, uh, everybody else is going to be there. So awesome. it's going to be awesome. That's incredible. Well, Dan, we'll talk about this even more next week. I'm sure we're going to break it down to, uh, to the nth degree. Appreciate the time, as always, my man. Enjoy your day off down in Jupiter. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks, guys.